to Dealing With It, a podcast about rolling with the punches. This is a mother and son podcast. I'm Trish. I'm the mom. My name is Matt, and I am the son. And today, we have Katie with us in the studio. Hey, hello. Hello. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for allowing me to come into this very fancy new studio. I know, isn't it? nice? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel intimidated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, hearing your own voice in your own head is like... uh, it's a treat. Mm-hmm. And these big <laughs> microphones right in our faces. I know. Yeah. But in a good way. It's yeah. a great way. Yeah. I, I really, I do. I feel, it's a, I feel like it's a very comfortable area. Um, well, again. I don't know. Koji, Brett, thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and we did bring our, the go bag, uh, the uh, dealing with it go bag of things, mm-hmm. books, tissues, candles. I posted it on the social medias. Oh, oh nice. Right. Yeah. Nice. <clears throat> that we lit a fire in here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. We discussed it last week. It's like a little campfire. Yeah. But <laughs> it smells you know. nice. But contained and nice. Soft linen breeze scent. There we go. But this week, we will be talking about self-image and self-talk. Yes. Which I'm actually really excited to talk about. I feel like there's a lot a lot there. There's a lot there. Um, and yeah, and Katie has been so uh, gracious to join us while we speak of these things. Yeah, thank you. Um, also, as we record this, it is the day before Mother's Day. So when you're hearing this, it'll be the day after Mother's Day. So happy Mother's Day hey, to you, thank Mom. Thank you. Thank and you. Happy Mother's Day to any mothers who may be listening. Absolutely. You know, um, best darn job in the world that being a mom. You know, it is. It is the best job. It's well, not even a job. It's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And well, You guys uh, made it a... Made it an easy job on me. So far, so good. Yeah. You feel like we're doing good as mother and son so far? I think we got it going okay. All right. Um, Yeah. But I did kind of want to ask you out of the blue. So this is, as we're going through, this is our year of firsts, you know, since since, uh, dad passed away. Yeah. And so... Does that have any sort of ringing feeling of like, just because when I, when I think of Mother's Day as a, a kid, it was mostly dad being like, okay, this is what you're doing for mom. Like it was kind of like a co-parented right. sort of thing. Well, and in the background of that, it was me saying, honey, what do you want to do for Mother's Day this year? Are we going to do something? Because if you want to do something, I need to go, you know, yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't that he really came up with it on his own <laughs> usually. But um, no, I, I, to me, Mother's Day, uh, Last year, I remember um, the the girls, my my daughter in law girls, mm. all stayed with your dad because he was so sick. That's right. And you guys took me to lunch, which was lovely. And um, but I just remember sort of that being a first too of being away from your dad when I knew he couldn't come, and hoping that nothing slid drastically to the negative while. Well, other people were with him, and I was so grateful to the girls because it just felt like such a big responsibility. <clears throat> I remember being away from him for at, at, when we got to the restaurant. Maybe twenty minutes in, I'm starting to look at the watch. Like, is it okay? Like, we, like yeah. we should probably just okay. We should maybe, probably just get these quick, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Um, um, could one of you just text make sure everything's fine? I'm not so sure that we weren't communicating. I think we, right, right. So anyway, I um, it, for me though, it all comes around to to family. Day. So it's not tough because dad's not there. It's more just like being the family, um, the the Father's Day, the Mother's Day, the birthdays, yeah. the family things. That might be a little um, tricky. And then as a mom, I and I have said this, <clears throat> I don't want my kids to feel obligated that they have to uh, sweat it because I see my kids. My boys are so good to me. Um, 
talk to them all the time. So I am a lucky mama, and um, I I don't have any stories of, boy, my kids don't come and see me or yeah. any nothing like that. Do you like hear that, that, Sam and Eric? You better make an appearance. <laughs> Just saying, mama's taking role. I don't. But. I don't mean to be a. I don't want to be a, a burden on my children. I'll spend is Mother's Day. Is that how day. I sound? No, 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 no. But even though I do think you mean that sincerely, I'm I like, do. I'm like, okay, but it is Mother's Day. Right? <laughs> and they Shut might up. be thinking that I've had a lo- uh, kind of a tough year. Uh, I know. <laughs> but hey, but that's we're going out to dinner after this. It'll Matthew is taking me to dinner. Mm. Good job, Matt. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you for coming out here to Boise to this beautiful studio. My pleasure. So tomorrow's Mother's Day. Looking forward to it because I think I'm going to – what I'm really looking forward to doing is uh, taking advantage of the Mother's Day sales of buying those flowers and get them in the ground. <laughs> yeah. Nice. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in general, Mom, how has this week been uh, for you? Well, a couple of things. One, I took – my taxes. Oh my god! To the accountant, not by myself. Oh wow! I know. I woke up Wednesday morning, and if you could picture, I was practically singing the Rocky theme, yeah, or, t- or my, t- the t- Katy Perry t- t- "Eye of the Tiger." There yeah. was something going on that I, or was it a lion? I don't know. <laughs> What's her lion song? It's the "Hear Me Roar." Or something yeah, like somebody yeah, had. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was going to take it on. Yeah, yeah. but not. Not pra- I mean, I, I wasn't brave really about it. I um, you didn't go kicking in the if, door. If you've been to the, listening, uh, if you've been listening to me office. whine over the last twenty weeks, it, this has just been a concern and a fear and petrified about get, getting my taxes in. So obviously a little late because we are talking Mother's Day and taxes yeah. at the same time. But um, I so I went down there, no appointment. Five minutes to noon, yeah, slid yeah, yeah. in the door. Just hoping if kinda, whoever was on their lunch break. The the gal at the desk, I, I on the um, manila envelope, I had my contact information. And, and I said, she, she's expecting these. Have her call me when she's ready to talk about it. And I was out the door. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not saying I did it great, but um, I, I got the taxes in to an office. So, yay. Yeah. I felt really proud about that. The other thing I did is I listened to last week's podcast because I really wanted to hear how great we sounded in these <laughs> microphones, which really, I th- I liked how we sounded. I do too. And I'll just side note to that too. It's a, I do like a lot of the editing for the episodes. So I'm trying to figure out also best ways to kind of get the audio qu- uh, like across and everything. So just for all the listeners out there, like if it sounds different one week or not, I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. <laughs> but it's not my fault. It's not my mom. <laughs> I did not really make that roaring lion sound or whatever. <laughs> no, so he yeah, just yeah, stuck just... in there. So um, anyway, sorry. I was listening to my uh, as I was expressing my negative self-talk, mm. hearing my own voice saying such harsh things. Really, sent a shiver up my neck. Like, yeah. What in the world? I don't talk like that, but I was, you know. But it was just, it was good for me. To hear me say it, to see how awful it is. I know, yeah. yeah. And I, yeah. so, because when you record that inside your head, there's no evidence of it. Yeah. Right. Well, when, when I you, was hearing it in real, it was, oh, well, man. And that's for me. I mean, like, I get that thing because I, I do the same thing. I mean, like, Katie hears about it, I swear, almost daily, which I feel, <laughs> but I'm just like, 
I like I'll stress about stuff yeah. and I'll just start talking down to myself. And it's one of those things where it's like if I could hear back the things I was saying to myself, it would be like like it'd be like that thing of when you're talking to a friend or have a friend's telling you like, yeah. I feel like I do this and this sucks and I do this bad yeah. and I'll say be like, Don't no one talks to my mom like that, and right? especially my mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I'm just saying maybe an exercise if a person finds themselves getting into the negative self-talk is somehow record yourself. Oh yeah. Our say phones, it out loud. Our, our phones are perfect. And then just... listen to you back because you won't like it. And mm-hmm. after I did that, um, I just, I just changed the way I was, I knew I was going to need to change the way I was talking, but yeah. now I really heard the need to do that. Yeah. And at that moment I was listening to the podcast. I was holding my little granddaughter. She was uh, taking a nap and she was, you know, right there in my arms. And I, with that, just that negativity coming out, I thought, I don't ever want her to hear this, yeah. Yeah. these words. And certainly not with her grandmother's voice. Yeah. So it was just, it was, um, it was an experience. I don't know the words for it, but uh, yeah, kind it of was a, really kind of illuminating to, to do that. Yeah. Say those things back so I could hear how really uh, pointed and, and mean they were. And I don't talk that way to people. And I really don't like hearing people speak that way to each other right or 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 hearing someone say that like Seri- stuff about themselves i mean not yeah. like saying you were going off on yourself or anything but even just like i have the tendency to do it where i'll i'll just dip into the negative mm-hmm. and a lot of that i think comes from like i've always had this idea in my head of um that like up talking myself is yeah. like vain and yeah. weird so if someone asks me like uh, I mean, a simple thing or compliments me even. I do. I've noticed that that someone says like, hey, I really like how your hair is looking or like that. Let you whatever, like that new shirt's cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, fits weird. You, you yeah, know, know, like you, you, know. you immediately try to sort of uh, like downplay, downplay it or like balance it out mm-hmm. to make neutral or like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's there's a lot to think about there. But really, it was a good week. I've uh, in the last few days started changing my eating habits, at least being more cognizant. Um cocktail night I didn't really have the cocktails I went to wine because I think that wine is maybe like 80 calories (laughs) uh, a glass so let's say my glass held like 200 calories but I do know that one of my cocktail glasses probably held a thousand so I this I I tell myself but yeah and I with those things too um, I notice like if I if I'm paying too close attention to those numbers, which mm-hmm. like Katie knows more about that too. Some of like the sort of like caloric intake of things and those those numbers aren't necessarily concrete mm-hmm. kind yeah. of a thing. And so like that's what I've found. If I really want to start if I want to do things to be more positive and talk to myself more positive, um, just like making like a broad stroke change. Like I am not gonna say I'm never gonna uh like have a beer again or drink a beer or make sure I just drink a lighter one or like soda or something. Mm-hmm. But it's one of those things that's just like I will if I do things that I make me feel good without worrying about the total specifics of what, of everything, like right. as long as I'm doing things that are eating things or whatever that make me feel not like crap, you yeah. know, then, then in general, I just, that's yeah. it. I, I notice that I speak to myself kinder. Yeah. I, I give myself a little more like, uh, patience, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I did have the opportunity this week to, um, I was out in my my front yard when the neighbor lady across the street who lost her her uh, her guy three months ago just came across. She said, "Trisha, I just need a hug." She's crying, and uh, you know she's eighty. I mean, she's old, and, she, yeah. and I just felt for her, and she was just crying. And I was holding her out in the middle of our our road, um, but she was 
down talking herself. I need mm. to get over this. I need uh, to move on. No. I need, can you believe I'm still feeling this way? When is it going to, Trish, when is it going to stop? And I just told her, it's, it's really not. And I explained to her <laughs> yeah. kind of how you, and I had talked last week that it, maybe it doesn't hurt as, as many times a day, but it still hurts deeply when it hurts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just talked with her about this void that she's carrying, that I'm carrying that aren't fillable. And um, so, and then <laughs> Then I got a puppy for her to cuddle for a while. So. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's, let me bring, change, the, let me bring the dog over. Can we change yeah. the subject? Because yeah. this is so hard. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, my week, I think, was I'm on the upswing. Yeah. How about your week, Matt? Um, Mine was good. Talk about uh, maybe dipping into like, ne- not negative talk, mm-hmm. but like, so I've, I've been talking for a while as like maybe the next little experiment into getting to do a little more courageous step out of my comfort zone thing is talking to my employers about like, Hey, I, I think, oh, did you? I think no, I chickened out every chance <sighs> I could, but you know what? Uh, but I don't, you were considerate about it. I, I don't think you chickened out. No, there was, I found plenty of, I think valid reasons not to, yeah. it was like, you know, it's like, Oh, I'm going to go talk to so-and-so about it right now. And do then, they listen to this podcast? <laughs> maybe. <I don't> <laughs> if, if you are, that makes it much easier. <laughs> no, but you know what? Actually, what I actually came to that instead of, cause I was, I was running in my head. I was like, okay, so if I walk into the office and I say like, Hey, I do this and this mm-hmm. around here, I, I, I don't think it's out of the question to, uh, or, you know, just like to see if, is it okay if we talk about if maybe a raise is on the table, like if that's possible. But instead of doing that, I think what I, I actually want to do is, cause I have a few ideas of ways that I can contribute more to right now where I'm at, like the specifics of the job aren't important. I show up and I feel like I'm kind of in limbo where it's like, I'll either I'll be put over here to do some work over here or, mm-hmm. or, uh, I don't have a specific job or place. Right. I kind of can just, I just float around it, which is fine, but I feel like I'm not necessarily contributing. So instead of going in and maybe saying, Hey, is it okay? Like, is it out of the question to talk about a raise to be mm-hmm. like, Hey, is it out of the question for me to do this one thing more often? Like, instead of just being like, Hey, I think I deserve right. more money to be like, Hey, I want to show you that I, I can contribute more than just mm-hmm. this. And then from there, I think that th- instead yeah. of that, like where, I'll, I'll increase some responsibilities here and I'd like, and then maybe yeah. that gets, you know, that'll get some yeah. different attention because I, I don't, I, I would never ask for something. I don't think I like earned or sure. deserved. Sure. And so while even I think like maybe making a little more money isn't, is I've like earned that maybe I think to show them like, Hey, I want to contribute more is more a better way of saying, Hey, can you pay me more than just, (laughs) I like the way you're thinking. I I think that you're coming about that in a very smart way, but you're also showing your loyalty and your, your continued loyalty. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I I really do love the people I work for. And that's to me, I I, I went from a job where I was very much um, just a cog in the machine, which isn't bad. Which I actually really enjoyed at first. Mm -hmm. Like I show up, I do my job, I go home, Mm -hmm. no one, yeah, uh, that's it. And then after a while, it's like, oh, I have zero voice here at all. I have zero, uh, and th- they don't look at me as a, a valued employee. They looked at me as somebody who could be replaced. Sure. You well, know, if I didn't serve, he's my... got a pulse. He exactly. Can come to work. And th- that's just how those big corporations run, sure. and that's fine. Yeah. But um, but you're more of a small. I love kind of guy. where it's like I I know that for a career, I there's things I'm passionate about. Um, I've talked about wanting to go to school for like mm-hmm. music therapy and stuff. Like I know I'm going to make my career out of something that I really love. Sure. But for the meantime, I, I don't necessarily care what I'm doing as long as who I'm working for is someone I can really get behind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so to show my employers, like, like I, I want to show you that I'm behind you guys and that I care. 
uh, I think would be better than just being like, hey, can I have some more money? How did Which, you come around to that um, idea of how to, to approach this? Well, because I was actually thinking, like, I was like, well, what do I... I think if I went in and asked and was like, hey, I would like to, you know, I've been here a little over a year. I'd like to maybe just talk about a, mm -hmm. a raise. I think they would be receptive to that. But also I, I, it made me start thinking like, well, okay, well, what am I really like doing to put, to show them like, hey, this is, mm -hmm. you know, like merited, you know? And that's where I was kind of thinking, like, I don't necessarily, I'm not a very vocal person. I mean, that comes back to some of this like self-talk, self-image things. Mm -hmm. I, and I've been talking about it in therapy is like, I don't. I feel like if I make my presence like really known, you know, or like I have someone who has ideas or, or something that I'm, I'm stepping in where I don't necessarily belong. And I don't think, I think that's a pretty common thing that people feel is imposter syndrome a little bit, a bit, a bit yeah. of just like, who, who am I to come in and say like anything, you know, mm -hmm. to, to say how things should be or like, or, or express my ideas or, and even if, what if my ideas were, uh, were taken into consideration, then am I seen as somebody that should be coming up with ideas? you know, like. Yeah, I think because I, I, I would think I'd rather about, just be kind of a face in the crowd instead of well, like up and your strengths are more mediator, man. You're more um, you're a great listener. You are a great idea guy. You are great at keeping balance going and that sort of stuff. So going out and being um, assertive for yourself is just not a strength that you practice as oh, often. I, I suck at it. <laughs> I tried to say it nicer than that. But um but I was just trying to think back how far and seriously, other than, you know, um, yeah, it's, that's you. That is, it's not that you're not uh, deserving of great things. Absolutely, you always are. But you've always been kind of the quiet guy who has his eyes open mm -hmm. and uh, just kind of moves to yeah no, quietly I, to make things work. Right, yeah. yeah. Which is weird because like I think about it too, like I love being in bands. I love yeah. playing music and being on stage yeah. performing, but I like to be the drummer in the back. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've I've played shows before and I got off stage and people would be like that last band was cool did you see him you know like they because they, they didn't yeah. see I was there because right. I'm high, I'm in the back and yeah. I, that's totally fine with me that's perfect it doesn't I get, help that you have the fog machines and so you're literally yeah. covered <laughs> we we like to put on a performance check yes. out Bridal Giant when you can <laughs> but uh, there's uh, I don't yeah I don't I don't I don't know but when it comes to that I I really came down to thinking like well what am I doing to bring to the table to show like okay I I think I've earned this yeah and it really I came to the not in a bad judgmental way, but I really, I, I have a good attitude, but I'm not doing anything to really put myself mm -hmm. forward. Mm -hmm. And I, I think as far as like keeping your employees happy, as long as someone's showing up and, and doing their job well, I mean, I think they're deserving of uh, continued, um, at least uh, affirmation maybe, of course. Um, if not money, but, yeah. but I, I do want to be someone who's like, Hey, while I'm, while I'm here, while this is my job, I'm going to, show you that mm -hmm. that i i care by by putting in yeah. more yeah and then from there i think you know that's where better things come too sure um i like it yeah so and that so makes which, me are I, you now so how when when are we doing this because well that's easier i feel like it's also easier for me to go into an office and be like like hey can i take on some more responsibility around here like i feel like that's less um uncomfortable to ask for yeah. but not like yeah. i want to work harder for no money not like that but it's just like with what i'm already doing like can i just be in more of a consistent role doing these things yeah i think it's pretty reasonable it's like you're making a compromise with them yeah yeah so we'll see we'll see yeah. maybe it's next episode i'll chicken out five days five days in a row but maybe i won't <laughs> well you know what 
one of us has her taxes in, but probably one <laughs> of us know. has his taxes done long time ago. So I, I got, well, I, I got I, nothing. I, no, I don't know. I don't know about that. Um, I'm proud of you. Well, thank and you. And I think that the we'll time you goes. took to think about it probably has brought it around to to be a better uh, conversation. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope so. Um, but yeah, you know what I was telling myself though, I mean, going to like the self-talk and, and that stuff, like it would be... I would start beating myself up. I mean, not just about the raise, but it's just like, I'm not a very assertive person. And sometimes I would like to be. Uh, I've seen you be assertive about things you care about well, a lot. That's, so, the, so right, that's you, totally true. I'm not like a totally passive and, person. But no, I'm, you pick and choose which hills you're going to die on. Yeah. And, and you're not, uh, yeah. So let's not say you're not. I you, know, you I know, but there it goes. But see, but when I talk to myself sometimes, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. It's like, you're not assertive at all. Like, What's what are you? Like, you what? Like, you know, and it can get, I can get mean to myself sometimes of like, why don't you walk straighter? You know, like, why are you hunched over? What do you even, you know, like, do you care? (laughs) And I can be kind of mean to myself. And I think a lot of us can be. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is those things too, of that's where self-talking I'm in of, of, as far as being like, kind of put it like halting yourself and like really being like, okay, you're going to be saying this negative stuff about yourself, like, try saying something positive mm-hmm. like don't don't i'm like i can't let myself bully myself yeah. right yeah, yeah absolutely but it, it but once you kind of get into the the, the spiral of it it's it's, it's almost harder. impossible and there's been stop plenty of times it's kind of made its way through mm-hmm. yeah there's been plenty of times where i'll say something nice to myself you know like about myself uh even if i don't believe it but it's one of those things of like no like it's just to, to say it, to assure yourself, like that that means there's a part of yourself that does believe it. Yeah. Even if in the moment I'm, I'm yeah. more like, I don't actually feel this way, but no, I do stand up straight enough. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do, That's right. you know, That's I right. do speak loud enough. Yeah, my knuckles do not drag on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah, even though I feel like they are. You know? <laughs> That's one thing my therapist brings up quite often is, um, and it was something that was covered in that stress documentary that we had watched of the, sort of neural connections in your brain they're like trees they're dendrites and like the the branches will like die off if you don't use them as often but if you actively try and say positive things to yourself your brain's like going to build that pathway to make that a habit for your yeah. brain so yeah even if, if you even if you don't feel it if you just say those things to yourself it could really help in like building a structure of positive thinking about mm-hmm. yourself so yeah i mean and i've noticed sometimes if i'm like if you know, I ate the right breakfast. I, I got up and I did some stuff and I'm just feeling real good. I feel that radiating around me. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm in a really good mood and I'm feeling like pretty confident about myself, I notice that my perception of how other people see me is also like, oh, I'm a guy who's got my shit together, yeah, you know, exactly. like, and then when I, or if I'm at the grocery store and I've had a bit of a, like a, a longer day or I, <clears throat> something, you know, I'm not feeling so good. I feel like that radiates too. And then mm-hmm. that's where I'm like, oh, everyone sees me as, the, you feel so seen. I feel like that's also a real like common thing of being like, every, cause everyone, you know, is like, they have their own stuff that they're yeah. going through. They don't give a damn about you in the uh, grocery, you know, in the produce right. exactly. aisle. But you feel like all I feel like all eyes are on me mm-hmm. of just like, like, who's mm-hmm. this guy? Yeah. And I'll say, you know, and you fall into those things yeah. and mm-hmm. it's it can be a, it's a trap. It is. And I think, you know, as we move move through our lives with uh, especially in the, the context of dealing with it, with change, it's so easy to go back to old, bad 
patterns, even if mm-hmm. negative self-talk wasn't a habit, it's so easy to go there yeah. because in a time of, in, in crisis, maybe mm-hmm. change for sure. Um, I don't know. I think that, that, uh, we just have to be, really watch ourselves. Mm-hmm. And the worst is what if a person does negative self-talk to themselves all the time and, and that feels normal? What if that felt like it's okay? Yeah. I mean, and you notice that too. I mean, um, I remember one of the, like, I think all of us have watched it, but Katie and I for sure binged that newest season of like the like Queer Eye mm-hmm. on Netflix. If you haven't watched that, seriously, it's a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were talking, they, they'd have people on that I, people like that I would resonate with, like mm-hmm. in myself of uh, people who are very self-depreciating, deprecating or whatever mm-hmm. to, to cover up any sort of, um, I don't know. Like it feels easier yeah. to kind of talk crap on myself mm-hmm. as, and make it almost like a punchline mm-hmm. than to confidently say like, no, you're right. I am. Uh, I, I do feel handsome or like mm-hmm. I do like how this shirt fits mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. It's it's easier to be like, oh, but also here's this other joke about something. I You know, yeah. was a, this one's kind of gross, <laughs> but I, I would do this often and I try not to anymore. Um, but I... Uh, the the men in our family uh, are hairy gentlemen. We have we're very bearded. You are you are just like little teddy bears. <laughs> I know it's just true. Yeah, it's just true. And so uh, I would when I was especially when I was working at this late night pizza place, you get people kind of coming in drunk or like I just get it all the time. People are like nice beard. Oh man, I wish I wish I could grow mustache like that. I wish I could grow a beard like that. And instead of just being like, hey, thanks, I do like it. You know, like thanks. I'm just like, oh man, but like my. I have my shoulders, dude. Like you don't, you don't want that. You don't want like, the hairs everywhere. I know, like, dude, it's everywhere. Like, it's not just my face. What are you talking about? And like, but just to immediately not take a compliment, yeah, uh, yeah. because it's more vulnerable to, I yeah. think, ex- uh, accept a compliment. Yeah. Well, I think our society really values the idea of humility, but it doesn't necessarily teach people how to be humble. That's true. Yeah. And so it's people assume that if you're self-deprecating, you're being humble, and it's like, no, you're just beating yourself up. Yeah. The well, confidence I'm, is good too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know, and it is, but it's like that's where that line. I would. There was a, a large period of my of my life where I think I just didn't have a lot of confidence, um, and so. Uh, any t- like any chance that I saw somebody being confident mm-hmm. or something, I would like sneer at it almost. Or just like, mm-hmm. oh, look at you all full of yourself, mm-hmm. all feeling good about you. Like, what's mm-hmm. so good about it, you know? And I think that in some ways that's, um, well, that's that teenage yeah. pubescent. <clears throat> the root of bullying. It, kind it of is, thing. that kind of idea. Yeah. And and that's just, that that's the hormone kind of got it. And you just, you know, you notice other people, you're always comparing to other people, mm-hmm. but, but those things don't go away when you're older. It's, yeah. um, we cover it up differently or, 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 or go in for cosmetic surgeries or mm-hmm. do what we do so that we feel like we fit in mm-hmm. when yeah. the reality is our differences don't make us bad. Yeah. 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 But um, I'm saying that this week, listen to me last week, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's hard. It's really hard to be different than someone else and be okay. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, I know that I've experienced that a lot of, so like from, from like a, a male, male perspective, not a lot of, I was never like really into sports or any of that thing. Mm-hmm. And I, so I always felt like 
not being traditionally like masculine was something that I had to kind of cover up for by being like funny or by being like, uh, you know, self-deprecating or, or something just to be like, oh yeah, I know I suck, <laughs> you know, <it's laughs> yeah. like, whatever. But, uh, you know, now which is habits I'm like unlearning now, but like to both of you, like being like a female too, it seems like there's a lot more. One thing I noticed or that I noticed growing up was that at least with males, we weren't so judging of each other that I've, I felt like we would be mean to each other, Mm -hmm. um, and hurtful, but it didn't feel like it felt very shallow, uh, for a male thing. But I was wondering, so for like a female perspective, uh, like trying that, that feeling of like wanting to fit in, um, I don't know. Like, how is that? The other thing though, I'd like to, to speak to is even at the ages my sons are now, I think that she still do throw a lot of crap at each other and it's not just brothers it is no i know it is men Mm -hmm. who that's how we socialize that's how we get along what's wrong with you if you take that you're just being all sissy about it what's wrong Uh with you i i do think guys um, mess with each other's heads it's still no it's 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 100 percent true i guess maybe (laughs) i i just see that that traditional sense of masculinity is like really um outdated um it's usually old guys who are older than me that'll be like you don't eat meat what Pussy, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's exactly. like it's like, exactly. uh, but uh, you know, I'm just like, I bet oh. you don't go hunting either, do you? Yeah, no, I mean, exactly. It <laughs> is, stu- it is stuff like that, or like yeah. they'll talk about, like, I mean, it's been well documented on both podcasts. I'm on it. The only sport I care about is professional wrestling, and mm-hmm. that's people basically dancing around. Yeah, uh, no, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> it's still real to me. It's still real. <laughs> but with with women. I think it is uh, acceptance and it is isolation. So if a mm-hmm. woman is somehow making the rest of us uncomfortable, we just don't even uh, let her into the group. Mm-hmm. And there, it's a cold shoulder feel. Mm-hmm. Um, braver women or younger women probably are more verbal or brave on social media typing the nasty stuff. But really, um, to really get to a lady, ignore her. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, like, I could go deep into feminist theory, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I, I I, think in general, we live in a society that really, um, it's built around the idea that we, that the neighbor always has the greener grass, mm-hmm. you know, that we need to compare ourselves to others because we need to be at an equal level with them. Like, that's, it's the foundations of capitalism. It's the foundations of a very patriarchal society that mm-hmm. we live in that has prioritized men for, you know, hundreds of years. Yeah. And it's just it's just one of those things where women feel like they need to fight each other in order to get approval. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, when ignoring a woman is specifically something that could really mm-hmm. damage them. Um, but same, you know, for men, if men don't fit into that mold, then they're likely to be the the target of bullying as well mm-hmm. in a different fashion normally by bulleting them and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff but but yeah i mean our we live in a capitalist society that specifically teaches us we need to have all these things we need to look better we need to not be satisfied with ourselves because we need to buy into these products mm-hmm. to satisfy us i mean that's completely i completely agree with that yeah that it does it does feel like that like um how how much you see on on commercials like you know like oh like 
is is your hair you know men start to lose their hair around 30 so yeah. buy this thing to make it look like mm-hmm. you still have hair yeah. keep it going hair dye <laughs> hair dye or like stuff that like well like you know say like you'll regrow i mean there's there's yeah. a countless number of those yeah. kind of products oh, yeah. that are just like your natural progression of of life is not okay yeah, yeah. and you need to fight this you need yes. to fight it and and it and i imagine like you were saying as it doesn't go away as you get older i imagine in some ways it gets that that Uh, There comes an uh, an internal struggle with you. At a certain point in your life, you say, yeah, well, I will dye my hair, but I think I will not go as far as plastic Mm -hmm. surgery or that kind of thing. I really appreciate um, women of a generation in Hollywood now who are older and just living it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. letting themselves age. Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, Thank you, because you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. But who knew if, if um, how beautiful they could be if, if you don't get to see that. Right. Yeah. And and not to say, like, if you do things like color your hair or, or take a, a hair growth mm-hmm. supplement or even wear a toupee, any of those sure. things, if, if, it, if that's what makes you feel the most you, mm-hmm. like, I, I'm all for that. Yeah. I'm yeah. not for anyone. I'm not saying, like don't ever do anything to yourself because no. that's unnatural. That's whatever makes you happy exactly. is cool. But if you're doing it because you feel like that pressure you're a societal outcast if you don't like that's where it's like what's the motive what are your motivations because like then it's just i don't feel like i could be truly happy if i was just trying to fit into Mm -hmm. a mold that i was kind of led to believe i needed Mm -hmm. to be in Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and and just try not to the stuff that should matter are the things that bring us joy Mm -hmm. and um spark joy yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So um, it helps to simplify a little bit and, mm-hmm. and, and decide what are those things that are me and that are important to me and keep them as few as you can. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to be all of it. But when I was a younger woman and I had the kids and the job and the those are, are um, important to you, you know, to you too. You yeah. want to have a... Um, it's not a facade, but you want to have a life, a quality of life. You want to have your kids in mm-hmm. the shoes that they feel proud to wear. It doesn't have to be the big expensive ones, boys. But, you know, yeah. I don't want you also, you know, uh, wearing a bread bag on your feet. Mm-hmm. So, you <laughs> yeah. know. Right. Um, well, so, oh, that's interesting. Sorry. You know, so it's, it is the, it's a bigger uh, net when you have a family that, yeah. that it matters um, whereas when it's just me, it's a whole different thing. Yeah. And I'm still figuring that out. What's, what is me? I don't right. know. I don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, and, and seriously, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out too. And now that I, you said that, it makes me think like, what was it like then to, to raise like three, you know, three boys mm-hmm. or whatever, but, uh, who like, so in our most formative years, like some of the things you don't grow out of, of wanting to mm-hmm. fit in, yeah. you know, I mean, like for, from a parental standpoint, you're like, well, I don't want my kid to feel like an outcast, but I'm not also going to buy right. them these like expensive things. Or yeah. I remember there's some things I'm thankful for. I remember when we were younger, um, just late 90s, early 2000s, shirts with dragons on them were the rage. And I want a shirt with dragon <laughs> on it so bad. And I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> and you're like, no, we're not. No skulls, no dragons. <laughs> we're not doing anything like that. And now I'm like, thank you. 
Thank there's you for not having one my back. Picture. Because there's a few school photos uh, of shirts that I really did love uh, that <laughs> didn't age well, and I don't think the skulls and dragons would have. Uh, I mean, they're still kind of cool. I, I remember. Well, it's it's setting your family priorities. I remember walking down the cereal aisle saying, "We're not box cereal kids. You're bag cereal people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you buy the five pound bag of cereal. Of the, yeah, of the store. store but do you remember that? Brand. We're not box." cereal people and you yeah. just i he's think you guys way yeah i think it is i'm a bag like, cereal boy till the day i die he's not a box cereal boy and uh <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it was it is when as a parent you um you sacrifice very willingly mm-hmm. for your children and mm-hmm. their interests become your priorities and and them having opportunities to go out and um you know Try music, try tennis, try baseball, try mm-hmm. up to be in a play, try, you know, whatever. Um, that that was what your dad and I then prioritized through those years. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted each of you kids to have a vehicle that you could uh, share sometimes, but yeah, yeah. drive, but that would be safe. You never was the coolest car, I guarantee that. <laughs> but it was something. Um, yeah. So... It was, uh, it, it's just a time in a family's life uh, when... Where you're like, I want the best for my children, but you do have to, I'm certain, I'm, I mean, obviously, yeah. like, have to have certain limits. Sure. But I think you kids understood that, and I don't know... Yeah, I don't ever remember it being ever, an issue. Like, no. I don't think any of us were ever like, Mom, we want these $200 pair of shoes. Yeah, like, I don't think any of no. us were ever really like that. And if one of you even thought that, I think the other two brothers would have... Right. surrounded them and said, and I'm going to not have what, yeah, so you can I, have that. Ex- yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. It's be like, well... And that, I think that was the understood uh, dynamic was like, it's just like, the, you know. There's only so much to go around. Right. Yeah. Like it kind of has yeah. to be uh, yeah. not too swayed in one way. Yeah. But I mean, again, you guys were so easy going that way. I, I think you had interests, but for the most part, uh, you were happy to have a coat. Nobody cared if there was some big thing on it. Yeah. Or, um, yeah. yeah. And so, I, I'm thinking about it too, like growing up and I think this is with everybody but I remember being like when I was really little like you know you're like first second third grade sure. um I don't remember being a very insecure child and I, I don't know if I knew a lot of maybe that was just a, a yeah. privilege I had or my eyes just weren't open because I was a little kid but like it seems like when we're like children are very accepting of other children for the most part yeah. um and it it wasn't until, you know, you, you do start getting like preteen, mm-hmm. teenage years where it's like, I can't be separated from the herd. I need right. to not be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that. my safety is to run with the crowd. Yeah. And then when those insecurities kind of seep in, mm-hmm. like, I think that's definitely the root of a lot of things that you don't grow out of. Yeah. Like, I know myself for sure. Like, yeah. you know, I, I think as much as anybody is, like, I'll always kind of have, I think, some like body image issues mm-hmm. that I will continue to strive to unlearn sure. and, and to learn that whatever body I'm walking around in is one that is awesome and, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. worthy of, of love and stuff. Absolutely. But you know, there's always those things of just like, I don't, if I don't look like my friends, if I don't, I don't know, I was yeah. like a taller blonde kid and I had smaller <laughs> brown haired yeah. friends. And yeah. I, for some reason, like always was just like, I wish I looked I a little don't... bit more like the group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, I don't know, you know, and the, some of those things I think, I don't want to say require unlearning, but it's definitely a benefit to then to look at things in a way of like, no, like where can I work on myself to accept right. who I am? And that means I need to continuously evolve. Not I have to unlearn. I just have to move past and yeah. re, um, as I grow up, let 
you know, trim off some of the old stuff and mm-hmm. focus on the new. But it, it, they're old habits. They are. Yeah. And um, it, it, it's, it's um, yeah. So, and I keep coming back to how hard we can be on ourselves and then put on top of that trying to go ask for a raise at work. Right. Trying to fill out a survey so that maybe you'll be an online chatty person yeah. or date people someday. It, with it doesn't it doesn't serve us anymore mm-hmm. to be that way, but again, a very bad habits or or beliefs Yeah, or, yeah. Or or maybe we just put it up there so we'll be prepared to fail so that when I fail I'll know why. It won't be that it's yeah. me. I mean, exactly. It's all, all these reasons, excuses, yeah. whatever. For totally, and that is where um, the benefits of positive self-talk can really come in. Um, because while it's something I've tried to practice more and more often, I firmly, firmly believe that just by like you, like like what you were saying, like by feeding those branches, like yeah. you you keep it alive and it really can thrive and grow. Even if I tell myself like you're looking good today. Even if I don't feel it, it's that is I'm I'm practicing self talk yeah. or like yeah. the uh, or positive self talk and like uh, or you know just being being kind to yourself even on yeah, if it you, feels like it's not making a big difference it slowly changes your perception of things and yeah. if you're kinder to yourself and and things and then it radiates out to 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 others there yeah. too. Well, but, when you're mean to yourself, it's easy to spiral. It's easy to just sort of get in that self-doubt spiral. So, mm-hmm. yeah, even just being nice to yourself, you can at least save yourself the extra stress of spiraling into, mm-hmm. why am I such a mess? Yeah. 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 Well, what, what are some sort of um, like positive self-talk things that we could <clears throat> Well, I, I've i been thinking about stuff I learned um, as an educator hmm. um, using the uh, a growth mindset language rather than a fixed mindset mm-hmm. uh, in a fixed mindset you would say this is my aq this is as good as i get take it or leave it mm-hmm. i can't do that mm-hmm. or i am not an athletic girl so that's not happening mm-hmm. and whereas in a growth mindset i would say i don't currently know how to play tennis and i would need to do a lot of things to become a tennis player however Mm-hmm. I'm just not a tennis player yet. Yeah. Yeah. And Wimbledon, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's um, a growth mindset language is I may not have that skill yet, mm-hmm. but it, it implies I absolutely have the ability to yeah. grow, change, learn, evolve. And um, whereas a fixed mindset is you have a fixed number of resources at your you know disposal and those are the ones you were born with and so you're not good at math so just maybe you know you're gonna suck at math mm-hmm. yeah like i know and i do that all the time i'm like oh math is not my strong suit like yeah, i don't yeah. i don't do i don't do that well specifically around math yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for but sure. because it it isn't a favorite but it doesn't mean that you don't have the ability to go out and learn more math yeah even, you know at your old age <laughs> <laughs> No, I that for sure. I mean, I think that's what it is. And like, uh, I know we've talked about it before. And one of the things that I do truly carry with me all the time that that was one of those famous uh, ones that, that our dad would always say would would be like, it's not that you have to, it's that you get to, mm-hmm. you know, because I mean, they're like, oh, I have to go to work, and then I have to go do this. Like the other day, I was free. I just, I felt like 
the walls were coming in. Mm-hmm. I felt like I have too much stuff to do. I, I do just for a side note, I, I love doing this, like the podcast I do. I love right. doing the genuine wrestle boys podcast. I love being in, I love making music. I love being in band, but, uh, it's it's one of those things too. It's like, but I also have a forty hour work week to contend right. with, mm-hmm. and so every once in a while, it just yeah. feels like everything has. I have, I don't like. When am I gonna to, to not re- even relax, but yeah. breathe? You know, yeah. um, and to you know, but it, I don't even remember the jumping off point. I just wanted to complain, I guess, for a second. But it, I no, I, uh, but um, you said you were experiencing it the other day. You just this overwhelmness, yeah. the walls coming in. Yeah, and then what were we talking about right before that? Just the idea of a fixed mindset. Oh, yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Having that just be like, I don't know. What really was helpful in in feeling like mm-hmm. that was being like, maybe you're busy this week. Maybe you are are busy, but you aren't. This isn't permanent. This isn't permanent, and yeah. this is so. It's like Thursday. I'm freaking out. I'm like, well, don't you're freaking out about Saturday when Saturday's days away. Yeah. What, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, there's, I, I, it's like, I built these walls up where it's like, this is what I am doing yeah. without realizing like, Oh, I, I got very out of the moment. You know, it was really, I, I try to do things to practice like more mindfulness and mm-hmm. sort of thing. And like, mm-hmm. so like, but I was completely not being mindful. I was completely just stressing. And then, so to be like, no, okay. What helped me in that moment too, was to be like, you know, I am a person. I'm in a, I'm in a room. I, the walls are not literally coming down. I'm right. not facing all of these things right now. There is time between these things that I have to do. Yeah. That isn't just a wasted, like, well, I guess I'll wait here until the next stressful thing or the next yeah. thing I'm stressing about happens. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like there, there's plenty of open space around. Um, I did that, that this week. I, um, my, my siblings and I are planning a trip together. We always like to to do this from time to time and reconnect. It's a great thing to do with your siblings. Mm-hmm. And um, because I have time, um, I set up the first, uh, the B&B that we'll be going to, staying up, staying there, and then Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And then um, then waited a week or 10 days, made sure. Yeah. And then this last week went ahead and made the um, airline reservations for everybody. So I just, you know, so it all ran through me. But I didn't sync my airline days with my Airbnb days. Oh, no. Yes. So Airbnb had been paid in full and airplane tickets paid in full. But the day we were leaving, flying out of Boise, um, the Airbnb was not going to be available till the next day. And then I had us flying... But anyway, I was off a day. Yeah. I was off a day. And those are the kind of things oh, that yeah. I just want mm-hmm. to, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, other people are relying on you to get it right. And I'm used to getting it right. I'm not used to, you know, because I'm careful that w- with that kind yeah. of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, but- first I did say to myself, well, my siblings will have to understand the widow card on this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know, yeah. I can still play that one. <laughs> yeah. And um, then... I uh, just opened the computer and I just looked at it like, and then my computer takes a good, a good uh, minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes to come up yeah. and reboot everything. So I, uh, during the time that I'm waiting for my computer to come up and I'm knowing that I made a mistake, it wasn't on anybody else. I will need to fix this mistake. 
and I'm going to have to rely on either a very large airline to help me or an Airbnb to help me out. Just not knowing yeah. how this is going to go. And I remember looking at that screen and just thinking, so this is how it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Get another cup of coffee. And then I honestly said to myself, but I know that in 30 minutes, this will be okay. Mm-hmm. I will have gotten my the information I need mm-hmm. and I will have fixed this. And um, so then I um, did start with the Airbnb host person and they were able to just shift us a day back. And so the whole nice. trip just shifted back, doesn't cost any more or less, nothing different, Yeah, same place. And then so we're all lined up with the airline now and the, the B&B, yeah. it took only 30 minutes. Um, but in the meantime, you know, there's plenty of stress. You feel like that, you know, a pot of water boiling over, mm-hmm. just like, oh, yeah. no. Uh, yeah. And yeah. in the meantime, I think one of the puppies, you know, like pooped on a rug. And I mean, it's just. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All the things so happen at once. This is going to be my day. This mm-hmm. is going to be my. I have a new debit card because fraud had been detected on my older one. So uh, also there's some things hitting the bank that come out of my debit number that are now being uh, well, I'm getting emails like, hey, yeah. this didn't go through. Oh, and because you, feel, you have a different card. Yeah, oh, different. Yeah. And I need to update the numbers with, with people. So I'm, feel, I'm feeling that for you right now. I'm just like, oh, God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. It was all of it kind of happening on the same day. And I just had, but thank goodness it wasn't last week. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't uh-huh. going, you are so stupid. You know, yeah. I wasn't doing that. You're I was like, more mindful. I know this will get fixed. Yeah. It is going to be okay. Um, but what a pain. Right now, right, and and I to I think it part of like the positive self talk is to be like okay, these things aren't there aren't, aren't real clouds over you. It's not like there's right. real uh, things here right now. It's the the brain is just like on where it's working overtime. Yep. Yeah, and it's so to give mode. Yeah, yeah, and so I noticed for myself giving literally the, envisioning like space between. <laughs> things I have to do yeah is like okay it's there will be time that I can sit down and breathe or like I'll even like be like all right so next Tuesday I don't have anything okay after Woo, work Tuesday other than work yeah. but like yeah. after, after that okay all right yeah. there will be some downtime yeah um and yeah getting into that sort of negativity spiral is so uh it, it feels a little too natural <clears throat> when I feel like through like you know, training ourselves to actually do those things of, of positive talk and, and things, it might hopefully become a little more natural to immediately go to the positive than all of the negative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like something I've noticed just through therapy and stuff, always up talking therapy. Um, but I've noticed just over the past couple of years, like I, it really has changed in how I address, like I still struggle every single day and I think nobody will ever cure themselves of having a bad voice in their head. Sure. Right. But uh, like it does get easier the more you do it. Well, for sure. And I've noticed with you, I mean, because you going to therapy is one of the big things that I was like, all right, I think this would actually be really beneficial to me because I've seen that in you of, as far as when a situation comes up that's like either unexpected or just undesirable mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, or whatever the, your uh, tendency to go to either negative or positive has become, you know, I mean, everyone has days. I mean, too, yeah. like, oh, yeah. But for the most part, like, it has changed, helped you develop more of a perspective or mindset that yeah. is more like 
leveled or or, mm-hmm. or po- positive. And I think even on the days when I'm really feeling negative and I cannot talk to myself positively, I at least can be kind to myself and knowing that like today's not a good day. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. going to stay in tonight mm-hmm. and I'm going to binge watch something on mm-hmm. Netflix. Like mm-hmm. like you said with the pity party. Yeah. <laughs> you know, absolutely. Yeah. You throw yourself like, a full well, pity party. Well, if, it, well I better, it. I might as well, today yeah. sucks, I might as well pop myself a little popcorn. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honey, blow up those balloons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Party night. Yeah. 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 But I think, again, that puts it into a, it's still temporary. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a party. It's not my life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to. Okay. I had a, um, as a building administrator, you know, we were always growing, learning, changing, bringing in new things. And I had a, a superintendent one time and he would, as, as we would be reflecting over what we were doing and as this change was coming and what we were learning, can you go around and just ask how, um, what is your confidence in this new skill? Mm. What is your competence with this new skill? And what is your commitment to the new skill? So we had uh, confidence, competence, and commitment. And so even when you're learning something new, like being a single woman, mm-hmm. my um, confidence in that is not high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my competence at that is probably even lower <laughs> than my confidence. <laughs> and But my commitment to living a life of joy and um, love and uh, adventure is I'm committed mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. So in order for me to be committed to that, the others will come along. It just, they don't all move in a linear fashion together. So yeah. sometimes when our confidence gets kind of high and our competence <laughs> in something isn't there, yeah, we, yeah. we can nosedive pretty quick. Oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. oh, for sure. But I think when we know what um, what we want, mm-hmm. if we can keep our commitment in the in play, you know, it, yeah, it, the three working together really does help. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I think another big thing too that that helps is like. And it feels silly, like I would never do if someone else was around, but to like actually look at yourself in the mirror and say something nice mm-hmm. um, is... It's like a Saturday Night Live thing, isn't it? Yeah. Is yeah. it? <laughs> I think there is. is. I don't know. There was, a, there was the uh, the Californians who would always look in the mirror and flip their hair. Oh, uh, you know, cause it, because it's one of those things that feels like, va- it feels yeah. like vanity. It feels yeah, crap, but not like to be like, oh, you're killing it today. Not like that, but just be like, you are a person worth love it like you are a person of value you know it's honest to god like if if you're somebody who has a hard time with you know self-talk that is one of the hardest things to do is to look yourself in the in the eye in a mirror and tell yourself something positive out loud it is so hard it's so hard it is so hard but it is so (laughs) worth i think doing because Mm -hmm. it's it it is very easy to fall into something when negative self-talk is um the kind of go-to which Mm -hmm. for a long time for me it had it has been you know Mm -hmm. and uh good days bad days but to actually like to tell yourself to like look at you in a mirror and say like you are worth Mm -hmm. love you are worthy of of all the great things Mm -hmm. that you know are inside you like it is difficult but it is really really uh i think a powerful thing that you can do for yourself Mm -hmm. um you don't have to tell anyone about Mm -hmm. it you know it's 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 for you there were times you know when when your dad was so sick and uh i could go into the bathroom and just look in the mirror Mm -hmm. and just Take a breath and look at myself and say, you've got this. You got this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can do this. You know, I've had I, similar. I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, your dad is going to die mm-hmm. and you're going to be okay. Yeah. And it's going to suck, but you're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And like doing that was hard. It was always very emotional. Yeah. Even now I'm getting yeah. emotional thinking about it. But it's like, 
but I knew that I was telling myself the truth. Right. You know, and I think it really takes like seeing yourself yeah. sometimes to actually get well, into that. And because you're feeling it, but we can't see our own faces. Yeah. You, you can feel it, but you can't see yourself. And then yeah. when you can just see yourself, it really helps solidify mm-hmm. um, it. And, you know, it was just, sometimes it just is gathering strength and that, uh, okay, this yeah. is, this is hard. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't feel like I want to be doing this right now, but um, let's, I, I have time later to to break down it's just not today yeah, yeah. so let's pull it together yeah. we got this go team right <laughs> right yeah pep talk yeah pep talk. And, Absolutely. and on our way so yeah. but um and i'm sure that as i'm continuing through this uh, my journey and as you continue through your journey and katie with yours you know there are times that you just have to have your own back mm-hmm. first yeah. and other people will come along yeah and i think that's the thing too of um yeah, and and if you really do feel like hey, no matter what, I have me, I have me. You know, mm-hmm. not like, not to get into the thing of like, and that's all I ever need. Yeah, yeah no, because no. that can be pretty isolating. But oh yeah, we are social creatures, and and it's true. But I mean, and for sometimes sometimes it's easier said than done. Though I mean, mm-hmm. it's not like it's like. Well, my fear of living alone is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My is it a fear? I don't know. Maybe just my acceptance of living. Like without one, one a option in my life is that I live alone. Yeah. And and so there has to be a part of me that says, and I'm okay with that, but but that doesn't mean I will shut all my doors and windows and never come out and yeah. you know. Um, yeah. Be, you have to find joy in your journey as you go through this thing. Mm-hmm. And um sometimes honestly, there's joy in being in a house that's quiet. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Except puppies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little pitter patter, a little little, little pet eight feet, little, yeah. eight little pet feet. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of yeah. that. Yeah. But it's it just easy to say, uh, as your dad would say, flat field, sunny day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's when the journey gets really hard mm-hmm. that that self talk is so important. Yeah. Yeah. One of my go to sayings, and you mentioned it earlier too, is. Uh, like my therapist had told me this and I've told a couple of friends since and it was, they were like, oh, wow, that's great. I should always think of it that way. Like when you're talking down to yourself, think of yourself as, would I say this to my best friend? Like if, probably not. Like if your friend made a mistake and you're like, yeah, that was pretty dumb. I can't believe you did that. Like you never say that no, to your best friend. No. Yeah, so no. don't say it to yourself. Yeah. 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 And, and, and truly, and like, I think Katie, you were the first one that when you said that, to me the first time I was like, yeah, it's really true. Cause I, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, oh, I, I know that, but like to think of it that way, I would never say to even my worst enemy, some of the things I've no. said to myself, Yeah, you know, just because you're like, oh, that's a, that's a hurtful thing to say yeah. to somebody, yeah. Yeah. but we're more accepting of doing it to ourselves mm-hmm. because yeah. it's just like, you know, it's, well, and it's not out loud. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It's, it's all in our heads. So we can almost. It, it, we don't feel really responsible for having been mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then until you listen to your podcast yeah, yeah. next <laughs> week with your granddaughter in your arms and you think, whoa, that was bad. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it, it's truly if uh, I mean, I could I, I can I, with full confidence say say that like if you are talking to yourself like you would be talking to your best friend that like that'll have positive ramifications be like huge, a huge, mm-hmm. huge positive effect on on your overall perspective of things, because um, it's just gentle and it's, and it's kind. Yeah, you know? I am. Um, 
was sitting with a group of women this week, and um, one of them knew of a family who lost a son uh, to suicide mm-hmm. and uh, a teenager. And they were trying to figure out how can a person be so sad mm-hmm. and um, or didn't this person know Jesus? Mm-hmm. Or did, I mean, the, all the things that these women were yeah. so, you know, whatever it was that they fall back to that gives them their uh, peace. Mm-hmm. What happened to this person? And yet, for me, I, I just feel like the, I just feel so sad for everything this this youngster was going through, without the tools, um, to. Yeah, to, to, keep to it say going. I'm talking negatively. How mm-hmm. do I turn this? You don't know when you don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, and I just, uh, I just wonder if as as a society, this is more and more common. And how how do we um, get on the front side of things that to as as youngsters are growing up mm-hmm. to give tools as we go. And I, I'm not talking public schools. I'm not talking, but I'm talking maybe everywhere so that it's culturally, um, because the negativity is, is so prevalent and Mm -hmm. and in young people with, with all the hormones and business going on and with their limited experience of life, they haven't, they don't know. Oh, I know. Even when you, you know, and I'm using my little quotation fingers, say the the good families, it Mm -hmm. doesn't, matter no no it doesn't matter yeah yeah i know a lot of way i mean when it comes to stuff like that with i hear it every time anytime like a celebrity is passed away by suicide or somebody like a lot of the conversation goes to something of just like either one like well you know i wonder what was so wrong with them but or two like how how selfish like you know that yeah. with the people yeah, they let's left blame behind the, the victim there right yeah. and like it's because like we see this but in then in i feel like that mentality is so negative of just like why couldn't they pull it together mm-hmm. but yeah. isn't that what we say to ourselves well right? yeah yeah and that's the reason probably why they went down that road in the first place because they kept saying that to themselves of why exactly. can't i pull it together exactly yeah. i don't fit in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then yeah i mean it's just and and i'm just pretending to be somebody i'm not mm-hmm. without take without no maybe not knowing who they really are because because everybody's the, growing, growing up. I mean, you know? especially when you're young. I mean, yeah. I can't even tell you, like, uh, growing up, too, like, you hear when you're, like, in high school, when you're, like, a teenager, and you hear people be like, oh, life outside of high school is so, you know, what? don't even worry about this time of your life kind of a thing, And which I think more people should, should be like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because yeah. I, you know, uh, whatever, but because it really is so much bigger. But when you're in it, when you're like yeah, young yeah. and you're in it and everyone around you is, is dating and you're yeah. not, or that is or, your life. And that that's, is, your, that's your yeah. life. That well, is. You're living like in a little high school fishbowl. Yeah. That yeah. is your, it's your community. It is. Yeah. yeah. When, and if you're not in, then you're out. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, you do realize as you get older, like, Oh, no one in my high school liked playing Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. but you graduate high school, you meet an entire world of people who love Dungeons and yeah. Dragons. Oh, yeah. You meet yeah. like, like there is, a community for everybody. Yeah. But when you're in an isolated, insulated sort mm-hmm. of environment, there's not necessarily uh, that those things. And uh, and it can be very negative. And, yeah. and I don't know. It, but in general, I, I that's something I hope. Maybe it's just because we do this podcast and stuff. But it seems like there is a switch in, in mindset of how we... Yeah. I think it's pretty, you know, apparent too of like... I know we don't get too political on this podcast and I won't, but like the, there's a lot of anger and animosity. It's like, 
one side of the line or the other mm-hmm. um, and stuff. And, and it, it, I fall into being very, very negative <laughs> about some of those things sometimes mm-hmm. too. And I'm, you know, empathy, compassion, these things that we've been talking about the last few weeks, like it's, it's hard, but I do think it gives you a more leveled up, yeah. appearance of how the world actually is. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's just, it's interesting. I think our human nature does tend to want to lead with empathy and kindness, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think we're also very uh, defense driven creatures. And if we're mm-hmm. feel backed into a corner um, or like, but you know, you know I think that we can, I believe that we don't have to always be defensive creatures. I think that yeah. we have to start instilling and, and in, e- in each other and, and trusting one another and risking to trust other people mm-hmm. to to turn. Um, I, there's kindness in everybody I know. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. Um, so, and it's not that below the surface. So I, I just feel like um, it, it takes... Uh, um, I don't know. It, it takes a, a focus on yeah. the yeah. good to, yeah. and it wouldn't, I just don't know that it would take that long in, in communities where you have influence mm-hmm. to turn things around. Yeah. No, it's true. And like, uh, yeah. And then, but then like too, there's like that risk of social outcast. Like what if I were the one to try to be positive yeah. in this circle of negativity kind <clears throat> exactly. of a thing, then like, mm-hmm. be like get and out then of you're here. shunned. You're yeah. shunned. He's yeah. too nice. Yeah. So might as well What's go with wrong the flow, with him? Mm-hmm. you know, but, uh, and it, what's and, but, harder? And there's no, we're not yeah. going to solve that today no. for sure. What's but. harder though is to call people on their unkindness. Oh, seriously, because you can go out and be kind, but then I don't know. I have not generally had trouble calling people on their stuff. <laughs> Sorry, <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> my kids have have seen me. You know, from the grocery store line, people who are unkind to tellers to yeah, yeah. kids cussing in the park. I mean, I <laughs> I have a hard time seeing an issue. And then ignoring it. I, I'm one who thinks when you see a problem either and you you recognize it and defined what the problem is, um, then you're either part of the solution or you're part of the problem. Yeah. And ignoring it and letting it go on. I did a citizen's arrest one time when it's a guy. True. I don't know if we talked about that on this podcast. Well, when a guy was stealing a little uh, inflatable Santa Claus from the neighbors up the road. I, I had, yeah. uh, So anyway, I saw that Santa was being taken. Yeah. And the Christmas it, needed saving. It didn't look right. And it's Santa. It wasn't <laughs> like it was, you know, the Grinch. It was Santa. <laughs> and so um yeah. Anyway, the details yeah. probably not as exciting as I all think- that. <laughs> but um I did a citizen's arrest because I was either going to be part of the solution of cleaning up the streets <laughs> or uh, I was going to be part of the problem of ignoring that there was a person taking something that didn't belong to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think if more people would be brave and just, you know. I Yeah. No, I agree, I agree make with the you world completely. The one, make the world the one you want to live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, I was going to say, uh, just to kind of call back to your earlier point of like, you know, society in general. I do feel like we're in an age where cultural change is very much like happening very rapidly and a lot of that's thanks to the internet like as bad as the internet has been for building bad communities it's also been great for sharing information building really strong great communities absolutely spreading information about you know positive things positive things yeah Yeah. and i i think we're we're on the brink of a shift of some sort i don't know how powerful of a shift it'll be right but well um 
they're great times to be living in, huh? Yeah. Exciting. <laughs> Exciting for sure. Stressful. Well, <laughs> change. Uh, not boring. Doesn't yeah, not happen boring. <laughs> without change doesn't happen without stress. Yeah. And growth doesn't mm-hmm. happen without pain. And um, sometimes you didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, like 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 you were saying, Katie, with like the the amount of perspective we're just able to share. Yeah, I think really does um, shine a light on th- and and force conversation that in in certain circles just probably wouldn't be had. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I do think I I feel optimistic about where things are going. Um, but yeah, and I, I think it all starts from within. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. I think satisfaction and 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 being content is something that is not necessarily easy but like a a skill or like a muscle that we need to sort of uh like work out right and i i think too as as we are trying to i i think we have to work on our vocabulary 100 um when when people disagree with someone if you go straight to name calling that doesn't um that doesn't give your point of view mm-hmm. it, it, it has actually done nothing mm-hmm. except scare other people off from wanting to share their points of view because then they'll get called names and mm-hmm. so if if people want to be part of conversations, let's work on our vocabulary to better define what our point of view is so that we can add to this pool of knowledge, not necessarily just be the guy yeah. that took a turd in the pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah genuine... Oh, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it'll pass through fine. Uh, Did you mean pass through? Oh, like, <laughs> <laughs> like a movement. <laughs> uh, no, but I, I gen- genuinely, I think the vocabulary that we use has such an effect that, uh, that we don't, I don't, I mean, I'll speak for the first person that I don't understand uh, necessarily see, you know, uh, the effect that it has mm-hmm. the way I say things or mm-hmm. the, the terminology uh, I'll use or, or any of that stuff. Like, um, it has an effect on our, the way we think mm-hmm. and the way we feel, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, I know something that I do a lot is if I'm going to go, like, let's say if we're just watching something on TV, Katie mm-hmm. and I are just hanging out instead of being like, I'm going to go use the restroom. I say, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to go to the restroom or like, I think I'm going to go to the kitchen. Like, I'm just like, I don't have a hard uh, opinion on it. I don't <laughs> yeah. have hard plans, but I might make my way over there. And I, I do that all the time. I think it's something that I say more often than probably any other two words. But, uh, and I noticed that about myself that that is because I have a hard time confidently saying I'm going to go do something, even uh-huh. if it's as simple as, I'm going to go pee. <laughs> I think I'm going to go to the restroom. You need to know what I'm doing when I'm in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like that's something everyone, you, if you're getting, if you're up, just getting up off the couch, you kind of got, you know, you got to go to the restroom. Excuse me. Someone's got to know. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Mm-hmm. Maybe really? That's, maybe that's just growing up with brothers where we just felt yeah. like we had to okay. overshare everything. I don't know. <laughs> maybe my perspective, I don't see but that's the thing, yeah. but like uh, the language that we use has such an effect on the way we, behave mm-hmm. and and stuff and and it I, comes I, back right back to the wiring in your head for yeah. sure and um it's just it, it's uh it's not necessarily what you're trying to say but how you're saying it mm-hmm. that can cause bigger problems yeah. and and that's that's my thing on uh yeah it, facebook and stuff when people are commenting you know oh he's a hateful evil blah blah those yeah. are words that um that don't to me they're not intelligent. Sure. It's just name calling. I think it's fair, though, for the people that are directly being affected <clears throat> by these sort of changes that are happening mm-hmm. currently. And especially for people that are a part of a marginalized community. Like, it's 
that that anger, that mm-hmm. that frustration they feel, that comes from a very valid yeah, place. Totally just, they've put up with so just, just justified anger for yeah. sure, for sure. And I, I like I said, like I, as a white man, I'm not going to tell anyone any what like oh they should say anyone should say this instead of yeah. this or like, yeah. I would never ever. No. But I, I I know what you mean, Mom of of the because uh, I do it too, where it's just like I hate this person. Mm-hmm. I hate this person. This person's pissing me off, mm-hmm. and the. For me, using those words, that's the emotion that mm-hmm. I'm then letting mm-hmm. in and, and living in. Um, and I know for myself when I say things of like, I don't understand why that person's acting that way or yeah. like that it it changes the emotion that I am letting in. And mm-hmm. so I can only say that from my mm-hmm. perspective of the things that I, yeah. I deal with. But I, I completely agree that that anger is totally justified. Yeah, and, totally. And yeah, it's just sometimes you have to consider if it's if it's information I need out there to change something, mm-hmm. then, it, then my audience, I need to consider yeah. how it'll be heard. I can honestly say from the bottom of my heart, I hate cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't, there is no nice way to say that for me. I hate cancer cancer and what it does to people and mm-hmm. families and people's futures and mm-hmm. um now if i if i needed to say that and something could change i probably would try to <laughs> if, yeah. if you could if, yeah. yeah if i could get people cancer to cure it if i could or... just you know say it differently and not be so hateful about it mm-hmm. but um yeah yeah but that, that's one of those things where it's like that is what it is yeah. and i Hate it as well. Hate yeah. it. And I think I, I think that's comparable to like some of the people that are experiencing those things. Mm-hmm. Like they are directly experiencing them. Yeah. You directly experienced yeah. cancer and it sucked. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think I think those feelings are valid. And it, I think it it's one of those things too where like especially people that have the ability to come into those conversations with a level head. Yeah. Like that they they're not somebody who's affected by it, but they're somebody who can sort of interject and be like, Hey, it's not okay to do this. Like right. that, that is yeah, very yeah. important. Yeah. 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 But and, and that conversation too, that I know we've had on the show a few times too, of like pain is an inevitable in this life too. And the amount of suffering is the one thing that we can really yeah, uh, try to, to limit or control mm-hmm. in our, in ourselves. Like this pain of whatever it is, is not something I can control, right. but the amount of suffering I let it, give me is something yeah. that I can yes. uh, have some sort of influence yeah. over. Mm-hmm. And there you go with uh, right back to self-talk and, and let's, why, why mm-hmm. suffer on top of the pain? Why inflict a wound on myself mm-hmm. at this point? Uh, why I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it, it's, 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 there's no easy solution to anything, no. but, but, I, you I, know, I, but, I, but, but approaching things from within in a way of like, I'm. How am I going to make sure that I'm kind to myself yep. in, in these mm-hmm. things, and how am I going to make sure that, uh, you know, that I'm going to at least have some sort of grasp on on what I am going. Right. Well, and feeling. then too, when we have uh, friends and loved ones going through crisis times in their lives, we may be in a conversation with them that we hear them being negative about themselves, yeah. and I think that we have to, um, kindly and with love, but stop that cycle. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and just say to them, let's let's turn this around for just a minute because this yeah. is what I, I know that's how you feel right now. But here's what I'm seeing. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. let them get it from, from another um, perspective for a yeah. minute because a friend should not let friends negatively self-talk. Totally. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I mean, that's pretty much like the whole purpose of therapy, right? Is because you yourself are having a hard time dealing with this maze that mm-hmm. is the human brain. Right. So you go in so that somebody with a professional perspective can give you a better viewpoint of what's going on. So yeah, as a friend, like it's really great to offer that sort of therapy. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
For sure. And that's the one thing I will say too that I that I do enjoy about going to therapy is it's like my sole relationship with this person is based on the money I give them and then the services rendered, which has helped me navigate this brain. And there's no like um I, I'm not worried about this person judging me or anything because yeah. that's not what's there. And so like, um, yeah, I know we've said it on the show a few times that therapy is not something that is easily accessible to everybody. And yeah. it's not something that, um, is always an available option. Um, but if it's something that, um, even if you could go once a month or if there's some sort of way to, to figure out, uh, a, a form of therapy, I, I really can't recommend it enough. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really, really, um, important to to learn how do we to communicate mm-hmm. with ourselves yeah um and it doesn't necessarily mean you aren't coping in your own life it's yeah. just i am learning more about me yeah yeah absolutely i say that as a person strongly considering finding my own life and coach i would recommend, it. I would recommend it but i truly believe too that the first step in a successful um endeavor in therapy is, is saying this is something i want to do this yeah. is something i'm going to reach out for and yeah. I, you know, like that's, I came to that conclusion with myself and then that's where I was like, Hey Katie, can you help me yeah. um, find a therapist that works do for you, me? Do you, can I ask you when you go to okay. therapy, do you, do you talk about your mother? Um, that's between me and my therapist, mom. <laughs> uh, I will say no, not often. I, I, Good answer. I, I am some, <laughs> no, I am somebody who, uh, I work things out by thinking through them and by yeah. talking out loud. <laughs> often we will sit there for an yeah. hour and I do a lot of. <laughs> Uh, talking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then with, without her even saying anything, I'll be like, Oh, and I wonder if that's why this and this, Oh, maybe that's because and then of they this. nod their head. Yeah. Like, she kind of leads you down the road. Right. Yeah. And they'll kind of like navigate, help you navigate. Um, I don't know. Cause there's this part of me as your mom. Are like, you insecure about I, it? Do you think? Well, I'm, no, I, well, maybe I'm feeling insecure that, that, uh, you know, maybe I, I made mistakes that have caused no. <laughs> you. Well, you know, people do yeah, this, yeah. people who do right. this. And, and yet in saying that, I am so stinking proud of you for doing it because um, life is tricky mm-hmm. yeah. and and there you are taking care of yourself. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I I truly attribute. Thank you. And then here's some of the more of that thing of not uh, not deflecting it. I'm not uh, downplaying it, but I truly don't think I would have the um, confidence to to reach out and try to do something like that if I didn't have the support of my family, if I didn't have the support of Katie, um, like having a support system around when we said right. that since day one of anything you're yeah. doing, whether it's mm-hmm. grief, whether it's deciding to do a work on yourself mm-hmm. yeah. or anything, having a support system is, is, is yes. huge. Well, yeah, cause I would vital. say this coming back to taking my taxes in mm-hmm. my phobia, your older brother, Sam did come over and touch all the papers and get yeah. them in a pile for me. Yeah. He mm-hmm. did that for me. He, uh, there was my support system. Absolutely. Too. Um, so that what I had to take was just a pile that he had. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's yeah. been slip it been under sorted. the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Run away. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's good. Yeah. Well, I feel good about that. I feel like we've anything else anyone wants to touch on. I just on? think it's a never. It, I'm so glad it, that it kind of came up into our, our conversation about self-talk. Um, it is something that it we have to be aware of it. We mm-hmm. have to keep thinking about it. Don't. Mm-hmm get complacent yeah. and lazy about it because it can slide back. Yeah. But I'm so glad that we had this chance to talk about it on, yeah. on our podcast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, and truly, truly hope that it, uh, you know, that it resonates out there at all. Um, or that we weren't just babbling around, mm-hmm. um, because it is, it's an issue that doesn't have a, Oh, Hey, look, I looked up, how do I make myself 
like yeah. myself. You right. know, it's it's right. it's it's work. It but is. But I would mm-hmm. say, um, you know, if you're not sure uh, about growth mindset, look it up at least online. Absolutely, yeah. because they just have things there of this is how you say this to yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I, I'm a failure or that mm-hmm. would not be a growth mindset. You could say, boy, I didn't, I wasn't successful that time, but just watch me, you know, next yeah. and think about, you know, uh, training yourself, give yourself yeah. an M&M every time you do it right. And mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Uh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, yeah. And, and that thing too, that I really do think being able, if, if, if you're someone who, who has a hard time looking at yourself in the mirror and saying like, you know, I, I love who I see or, or that who I see as somebody worthy of love, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe, maybe try, try to, to get there or baby steps, wherever you're comfortable with. But, mm-hmm. um, I do or think just it's, look in the mirror and smile and laugh and go, I, I'll get back to you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something, yeah. but just to, to it, it, it's, it's worth starting it from the inside. It's, mm-hmm. it's where it all comes from. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. but thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Katie, for joining us. Oh, thank always you. fun to see you, Katie. <laughs> and, yeah, I love being uh, here. And thank you so much for for listening. Uh, it really, really means a lot. Um, you can. We always encourage you to to write in um, if you have any one uh, any thoughts of your own of 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 self talk mm-hmm. of, of self image anything you want to share with us any stories. Um, we're here for you. You can reach us at dealingwithitpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, just search for dealing with it and we'll pop up. But uh, yeah, we're, we're here for you. We would love to hear your suggestions if there's any sort of topics you would like to hear us um, talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we Absolutely. We, we just want to be a part of a community that is trying to deal with it deal with it yeah Mm -hmm. and um and 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 like we've said a a few shows before too like we were very interested in having uh guests on because we have our perspective we have our life that we're going through but there's so many everyone's dealing with something Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um we would love to to have whatever uh perspective as many perspectives on the show as we possibly can people that are experts of their own lives Mm -hmm. yeah i know because we are not experts. Not even in my own. Oh. No. <laughs> no. Um, that's negative self-talk. <laughs> you are an expert. No, that's my growth mindset saying, not uh, yet. Oh, I'm okay. not a, I'll get I, there. I will become an expert. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back to talk to you next week. Mm-hmm. And until then, we'll keep dealing, dealing with it. it.